sweet. Alright. So... Can you see my screen? Yep. It's Spell Force 3 is coming up? Have you heard of Spell Force 1 and 2? I do not believe so. In 3 with Reforced, it sounds like a remaster. Possibly. Um, it's already out, apparently, though, for for PC. So. Uh, THQ Nordic. So. Yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it, to be honest with you. <clears throat> I'm curious. It evidently did well enough to get two sequels. Yeah. Yeah, 74%. It's not bad. Yeah. What's its overall Metacritic? <clears throat> 73. Yeah, it's not bad. Hmm. Apparently I've been sleeping. Makes an excellent fusion of RPG and RTS. Real time stream. Yeah, I don't know if I like RTS. But... <clears throat> and yeah, I knew this. Uh, Kotor 2 is coming to the Switch. Just the yep. port. Strangely uh, enough, this is one Star Wars game that I have not played. <laughs> you haven't played any of the Kotors or just Kotor 2? No, just two. <laughs> I've played one. <laughs> you played the important one. But yeah. you're a huge Revan fan. I'm surprised you didn't play two. Is Revan in too? I thought he was. I don't believe he is. Because I'm pretty sure the yeah. the um, canon main character in two is a female. <clears throat> You've seen the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not Revan. No, I knew you're not Revan. Yeah, this is saying, are you Revan in court? No. But the game allows Kotor to allow for you to choose who Revan was, who he loved. <laughs> is Revan... I guess not. What happened in Revan? Revan reemerges. A team of Republican race Yeah, see, I've read the book after that takes place after yeah. the first game. And yeah, Revan gets. It, it's super complicated. Like, if you remember in the first game, he. What, what happens? He uh, disobeys the Jedi Council and goes and helps the Republic during the Mandalorian Wars. Yeah. Uh, which gets him exiled from the Jedi. And then he gets... While he's on that, they come across the hidden, hidden homeworld of the Sith, where he gets brainwashed and turned into a Sith. And then his apprentice turns on him. And then he gets brainwashed back into a Jedi. <laughs> so, yeah. And all that takes place in the game. Or 
before right before the game starts because you start right after you got yeah, brainwashed the second that. time yeah <laughs> the second time uh, you have a blank slate and people are playing with your memories yeah uh but then you slowly learn who you are and break that memory block um yep. and then that game ends and then the book picks up afterwards and then what happens in the book is a mandalorian comes and asks him for help because during the mandalorian wars apparently revan found the mask of the mandalore which is what determines who was the leader of the mandalorian nice and hit it <laughs> but he because of the memory blocks he doesn't remember where he hit it <laughs> that's great so yeah the book goes on this whole thing about him going on an adventure to try to find this mask because he wants to give it to somebody he trusts uh, because the mandalorians are like going crazy trying to find it and all this yeah. stuff um and upon doing so he once again stumbles upon the sith homeworld <laughs> damn he is really good at finding that uh and he comes across a sith who wants to overthrow the emperor and they work together, and they go to try to overthrow the Emperor, and then the Sith turns on him. Ah. And the Emperor... No surprise. Yeah. And so the, the whole thing, actually, the book's actually really important, because it explains why the Emperor can live for, like, 2,000 years. Yeah. Um, and he uses the process that he used to give himself life for 2,000 years on Revan and the other Sith. The reason he did is but he cre he makes the other Sith his, what he calls his hand, which is basically his instrument of yeah. <laughs> destruction or whatever, he's, his personal his hitman personal, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, bitch, you do it, yeah, go ahead, do yeah. the t physical tasks I need done. <laughs> and he uses it on Revan so that he can have an everlasting torture subject. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Revan's literally captured for a thousand years and just tortured for a thousand years <clears throat> and then he breaks out in the mmo <laughs> yeah which is crazy but none of it's canon now no but... well revan is canon i don't know if that whole story is canon but revan has been mentioned in canon oh good uh, so his existence is canon yeah but what it how and its importance and any everything yeah. like that is in there. I like that question, so I stopped here. Who would win Vader versus Revan? And as much as I like Vader in terms of like you know everything, like dude, Revan was insane. Yeah, it's because, and this is the reason I like Revan is because you've heard the term gray, gray. Jedi or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's no obviously a lot of people argue there's no such thing as gray Jedi, which technically is true because. Jedi is an order, it's not a yes. side. Yep. <laughs> there it's is dark gray. side of the force, light side of the force, and then... And gray. gray. And Revan is as gray as you can get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really what gray is, is not choosing a side, right? It's, yes. you know, choosing whichever the, yeah, side of the force which, is yeah, which I argue situation. He, get, he has full mastery of the force, whereas these other people are limited to half the force. <laughs> yes, yep. I agree, 100%. It's funny that I, I found that in an article, too, that's staying pretty much the same thing. Yeah, which is the one reason that I do like Revan. Uh, my second favorite Star Wars character is Bane, um, who is the one that started the Rule of Two. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, his whole thing was starting the fact that there's so much infighting in the Sith and that they're watered down because they just allow anybody in. <laughs> and he thought that to make them stronger, he would just kill all of them and there would only be two left. And then each successive one would be stronger because the only way they could become the master is if they become strong enough to kill their master. Yeah, th there's a lot of problems with that mindset, but I do kind of, yeah, I, I like that thought process from the, you know, from a Sith, right? Yeah. But it's kind of like, uh, and I've seen this in Vinland Saga, which is a Viking anime, it's like, eventually you just grow old. <laughs> Doesn't yes, mean that which... the other person is capable of, like, or yeah, actually they, stronger they actually... than you. They actually do touch on that in the books as well. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, because his apprentice that he's, like, raising or grooming, it gets to the point that he actually gets impatient with her because he's like, why has she not made a move yet? Yeah. <laughs> and so at that point, he decides to that she's too weak, and he's already growing old. So what he does is goes out and looks for a way to transfer his consciousness into her body <laughs> and the book the whole saga actually ends with that transference taking place but there's a side effect in it that once he transfers his consciousness into her body there's a battle of wills within her body and the strongest one Win. comes out on top yeah, yeah the book ends without you knowing which one won <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Did did you read past that, or is there no follow up to the book? There's no. That's the end of the trilogy. It's three oh books. Oh my fucking the... god! Are you serious? <laughs> so yeah. Who knows? Yeah, because the girl has her own secret apprentice, kind of in the same way that Darth Vader does. Mm -hmm. And if you go through the yeah, what Force Unleashed. Yeah. Um, and. The book ends with her telling her apprentice to come on, but and, and they board a ship and leave. But you don't know who's in control. Yeah, I think it kind of alludes to that she won, but it's not definitive. <laughs> gotcha. Darth Bane. And Bane is absolutely canon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the they have put him the into the, thing. yeah. They've put him into the actual, like TV shows. Ah, oh, nice. See, I haven't watched any of them, so I have no idea. That's <clears throat> well, always a fun Star Wars tangent. Have yeah. you seen the Obi Wan Kenobi uh, show yet? I have not. Yeah, though I, to be fair, I haven't. Even I've seen only the watched like. Yeah, I've only watched like four episodes of The Mandalorian, so. Yeah. If it doesn't and have Revan watched... in it, I'm not interested. Yeah, they've do, they've mentioned about doing a an old Republic TV show. That would be interesting. And, yeah, that would be the one thing that would make me yeah. <laughs> resubscribe to Disney Plus. <laughs> I, I have to agree to that one. Yeah, because that's my favorite era by far. At yep. one point, not. Not so much anymore, but at one point I had read every book in the old Republic era. Um, That's crazy. That was when they were canon. <laughs> yeah. Like Brittany did a lot of uh, uh, 
root side reading too, but she followed more of um, uh, the the. I guess I don't know what it's actually called, but like Leia's twins, they're like yeah, the post um, yeah post movies. Yeah, I think it's called the New Age or New Republic. Yeah, something like that. Before you know, six, seven, obviously, but yeah, those were the ones that were really thrown out the window by the new movies. Yes. Yep. You can still argue that a lot of the old Republic stuff can Probably, still be canon. But... Yes, but you can't for those because we know who the actual successor for Skywalker is and the twins don't exist. Yeah. If you are really interested in a really weird Star Wars read, um, <laughs> there are two books. The first one is called Red Harvest, and it takes place in the old Republic. Um, and... Both these books are actually written by the same guy, which is, explains why they're connected. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, in The Red Harvest, it's basically a book that talks about a Sith who is experimenting on a way to... I, I can't remember exactly if it's to bring people back from the dead or if it's to stave off death. Um, but, yeah. Uh, uh, they need a special flower to do it and he creates this serum serum that does all this stuff but really in the end it ends up creating zombies (laughs) so yeah well yeah and so like red harvest is the origin story for the zombies nice death troopers is the story for the zombie it's not really apocalypse but (laughs) nice Um, but what it is is the um, yeah the serum gets loose on a um jail ship uh like a where they have yeah. a bunch of inmates and like a lot of them get turned and the troopers who are guarding them get turned and you go through this whole thing and at the end uh or like someone's ship has docked there and they're trying to survive the zombies or whatever, and they get to the bottom and they open a, a, a um, kind of isolated jail cell, and there's two people in it who have not been turned. <laughs> it's Han Solo and Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> nice! Oh, good job. So, yeah. Back when this stuff was canon, Han Solo and Chewbacca fought off a zombie invasion. That's great. Uh... <laughs> oh, that is great, though. It is a funny read, um, but yeah, it's absolutely absurd. <laughs> Sounds it. I have a question for you about why would you have a pro cycling game? Uh, manager and then Tour de France coming out on the same day. But then I okay. realized that this is a manager game and this is probably an actual cycling game. Are they from the same play- company? I- I'm about to check that. Nathan, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, One's PC only, too. Like. Don't get me wrong. I get racing sims. Not get sure cycling? I get a biking sim. 
Yeah. Mass X to pedal. That's just a mash X simulator. Yeah, it's just a it's a, a drawn out Mario Party mini game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But the simulator I could see. The like pro cycling manager or whatever. Oh the manager, yeah. I, I mean I don't have any idea what's involved in something like that, so could be interesting. Yeah, I mean they do have I know in the Tour de France you have teams. Yeah, and so it may be managing teams, picking which one of your oh, which riders are based off of you know. Yeah, which yeah. one is the main one on the team? Because you know, like when Lance Armstrong was doing this, he had a full team around him, and those they would like move him to the front or get around him so yeah. other people couldn't pass that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, dra- uh, um, you know, drafting and stuff like that. Yeah, the whole team was built to make him win. So maybe that's kind of what the pro cycling manager is, is team management for cycling. Yeah, um, it could be pretty deep. And cycling's not one of mine, so I have no idea. Yeah. I only know a little bit about the Tour de France, but that's about it. I'm sure there are other races out there <laughs> that <laughs> no one, one knows about. <laughs> yeah, but this one is the Tour de yeah. France. That's true, though. Despite not following cycling, I still know what the Tour de France is, right? Like, it's probably pretty internationally known, regardless of how you feel. Yeah, and, like, you can show me the different jerseys, and I could probably tell you what each one represents. Because, you know, yeah. you've got, like, the yellow, which is the overall leader. Yeah. Uh, there's the white polka-dotted one, which I think is the mountain leg leader. <laughs> <laughs> Then I think there's a green, or there's another one that's for like rookie leader. Let's see. And, and, yeah. Yeah, that's not exactly the colors of bike racing. Why are there so many? Oh, that's a video. I don't want a video. <laughs> I'm recording a video. You can't tell me. <clears throat> the yellow jersey is worn by the rider, rider leading yellow. Uh, is worn by the rider leading the general classification. Competitor with the lowest aggregate time uh, to the start of that stage. The man wearing the yellow jersey at the police and final stage is considered the winner of uh, the Tour de France. Yeah, because the final stage is supposed to be a victory stage. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, they normally just let whoever's leading win that stage. <laughs> the polka dot jersey is given to the rider leading the king of the mountains category. The riders are awarded points for the order they cross the summit of climbs with more points available in the higher categories climbs. The green jersey worn by rider leading the points classification. Okay. White jersey. The best young rider. Most competitive. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, the rider jersey most aggressive. A white number on a red background. Rider's most aggressive. The tour takes on the competitive war. How? What the fuck? Like, is this like road rage? Like, you know, or like, yeah. 
I just kick I a guy off his fucking bike. I wonder if that started as a way of signaling, hey, stay away from this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it tur- <laughs> this and guy's then it fucking in- crazy. <laughs> and then it turned into people competing for it. <laughs> so they were like, we'll just have an award. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Some guy shows up with a car. Just just runs over people. (laughs) Most competitive. I'm thinking like Road Rage 2 where someone like grabs like a chain from his jacket and just starts like trying to throw it at people as they drive by. Team classification. Team leading this category where it's black numbers and yellow background. Combining the teams of the three highest placed riders. Rainbow jersey is worn by reigning world champions. National champions jerseys. Man, there's so much. And now, it's so funny is, because uh, I've done zero, really zero watching. Like, I think I've seen uh, clips from when Armstrong, you know, uh, you know, set records for fucking uh, the Tour de France and shit like that, but I've never sat down to actually watch, and I just assumed it was, like, just kind of a race. And now, doing the littlest bit of research that even on the colors of the jersey, I've realized I have no idea what cycling's actually about. Yeah, it's not just a race. I think it's, like, 20-some days, something Uh, like that. Um, Yeah. And so there are days where... You race, or it's kind of like a marathon where they just let everybody go at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and it's whoever crosses the finish line first wins that stage, but your overall time is still kept. And then you have tr- time trial days where only one person is on the course at a time. <laughs> Jesus. And so then they take your time for that to determine winners. And then you have like, the mountain stages where you have to like climb mountains with your bikes. <laughs> I mean, it's still roads. Yeah, but like still, it's climbing. hills, hills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's still fucking crazy. Yeah, there, there was a, a lot going on that I had no idea about. So, still pretty cool. Yeah, and then you have the final stage where the winners are already basically declared and they drink champagne while riding. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yes. <laughs> Oh, they legitimately man. drink champagne while tri- riding the final stage. <laughs> wow. Don't drink and drive, children. <clears throat> oh, I learned stuff today. Uh, Demon Slayer commits a Noyaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles. Uh, it was already out on PlayStation. I've already platinum it. It's coming to the Switch. I don't know how that would play on the Switch, but uh, I don't like a lot of games on the Switch, so... I think the only thing I play on the Switch are games that only come out on the Switch. Uh, oh, Mario Strikers Battle League. What the hell? Is this like soccer on crack? Football. I don't want to podcast. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. This is like Soccer meets like roller derby. <laughs> I thought Soccer Strikers was Brothers. the name of the. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I thought Strikers though was the name of their soccer uh, football content. Football. Yeah, Strikers is a cult fan base. 
first charge. Sweet. So, yeah, it's uh, strikers, but a lot more physical. Which is saying a lot, because the football itself is very physical. <laughs> uh, the quarry. Horror game. Yeah, looks like it. And there's a multiplayer mode, because there always is. But yeah, gotta, gotta be real, I don't really care about that. Not my jam. <laughs> Oh man. <clears throat> Let's see what Google says that's happened that I I've missed. In the meanwhile, uh oh yeah. Was it you who linked the the Diablo the, thing? Diablo yeah. thing. Yeah. I can't I still can't believe that dog. Like <laughs> what was alright, might as well go through the whole thing. Let me just bring up the article. It costs $110,000 to fully gear up in Diablo Immortal, which is, uh, for anyone unaware, uh, the mobile release uh, for Diablo that, uh, what, back in now 2020, 2019, it was announced at BlizzCon to people's very angry. Yeah, I think after this news, it's not any less angry. <laughs> yeah, if anything, more. The fleet of players cannot earn top-rated legendary games, which are only available in some of the games on station. Fully maxing account effectively costs $110,000 in the game's current economy. <clears throat> yeah, so, when I read this article, my first, or my thinking on it is, it cost $110,000 to fully upgrade the gem. That doesn't count the money it costs to get the gem. <laughs> nope. Because it says later in the article that the gem drops at random from bo loot boxes. <laughs> oh my god. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. This is horrible. Yeah, and I also saw another article that for free-to-play players to fully max out what they're capable of maxing out, uh, you have to play every day for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So yeah, Blizzard took um, Bungie's 10-year Destiny plan and said, we can do that. Roughly 10 years of playtime. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, so, Bellular News, uh, Matt and Michael, uh, from this, is back when I used to actually enjoy Blizzard content. Um, he does a lot of Blizzard-specific news, World of Warcraft news, stuff like that. Um, and he's been very impassive, in, at least in my experience. I haven't watched him for a couple years. So, generally, pretty good at just kind of giving you the facts, right? He's not one of those clickbaity type people. So from this being the source of this, like this is a, a, a real issue, right? This is not somebody who... Uh, usually Blizzard's success and means his success <laughs> because that means more people are, you know, wanting to consume content for Blizzard. 
So for him to, to go on the nace death saying thing, it probably means it's really, really bad. <laughs> God. Yeah. Explaining it would take roughly 10 years playtime for a free-to-play player to fully kit out a character in the game's current iteration. They're not even, like you said, legendary games aren't even guaranteed drop for paying players. So they're randomly awarded upon purchasing legendary crests, i.e. loot boxes. God, following Diablo Immortals early once game does indeed seem to be a true Diablo experience in more ways than not. The community began praising the core gameplay loop almost immediately upon release, though the resolved dose of skepticism surrounding their monetization system, and then uh, that may have well been warranted if Value Our News findings are correct. Damn. The game also released on PC. <laughs> Okay. But yeah. Why Diablo is the best franchise jumping on point? Excuse me. How can you. How can you have an article that says it costs $110,000 to fully gear up in Diablo Immortal with, you know, news and facts from Bellular and you kind of taking all the information? And then your follow up cap uh, item is why. It's the best franchise jumping on point. Does your editor read the things that he's suggesting for the content? <laughs> it's probably just a computer algorithm that's talking. It's two different people writing it. And the thing's like, oh, this one's talking about Diablo Immortal. Here's a link to another Diablo Immortal. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. Published two days ago. Four days ago. So that... I guess that's fair, right? Because this one came out first. Yeah, before... they could have that and been like, oh, this is a great way to jump on. And then there's like, well, well hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, I reached endgame. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. How many times have we played a game where it's like, oh, this was pretty fun, and then endgame rolls around, and there's something wrong with the endgame loop? And it could be different. But every single time you get there, you're like, oh, man, never mind. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, a lot more recently than... <laughs> than it has in the past. I agree. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's just games having worse and worse in game or if it's us <laughs> having yeah. higher expectations Ex for in game that's going to keep us. I don't know. Yeah, either that or we're just kind of bored with that same type of repetition. We need something different. Like Loot River. <laughs> we don't have an end game for Loot River, though. There is no end game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trap. You, you think you're done leveling up? Think again. <laughs> See, we didn't use Integer when we put in the level. We yeah. used the Long. <laughs> <laughs> You keep getting experience, dog. Oh my god. That should be great. Jeff Keeley says Summer Game Fest will be primarily focused on announced games instead of the new ones. Hmm. That's interesting. Seeming how, like, most of the time. I I, I guess I can't say that. It's usually a half and half mix. But I'm usually... 
if I do watch a video game news or award or conference or anything like that, I I'm mostly looking for surprises like you know, El uh, Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or yeah. Yeah, and this is actually something that Sony started a while back with their uh, state of plays is managing expectations for their state of plays. So they've actually gotten into the point point of saying hey there's not going to be any god of war stuff in this one yeah um, and so this seems to be kind of following in that same Vain. hey we're not gonna show new stuff <laughs> yeah it's primarily focused which does mean that you know there's a chance for like a couple of news but yeah so that's yeah, cool because the most recent state of play was like third party stuff um like they met they it, they put it as like third party and indie stuff. I think is how they did it. But they dropped uh, some more Final Fantasy 16 stuff, which I guess is technically third party, but it's also PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, weirdly. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people weren't expecting the Final Fantasy to drop from that. Oh, well, Dwayne the Rock Johnson will be stopping by. That's pretty cool. Um. Uh like the rock uh the show's gonna last an hour and a half to two hours <laughs> the host went on to use last year's elden ring trailer as an example of how new reveals for already announced games could still be as exciting as entirely new game announcements yeah that's fair like but uh, I don't really tune into those anyway, so I, I'm probably not the market. Yeah. <laughs> I just watch the clips. I let other people <laughs> yeah. go through everything. Literally, the only conferences I used to watch were like Sony's E3. <clears throat> uh, yeah. With no E3 anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not really anything for a reason for me to watch. <laughs> Ryan just says GTA 6, same city, same car, same hookers. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not yeah, wrong. That is a big one uh, coming up. Uh, GTA uh, they're six actually making been... a GTA 6? Yes, they have a, it has been officially announced now. Oh, um, nice. They're tired of making money off 5. It's like, you know, Elder Scrolls and Skyrim. Yeah, so yeah, that is a big thing in the and discussion on is what will the city be for that um, a lot of people are saying with the jump and advancements in games since 5 came out uh, there's no excuse for a non-multi-city game <laughs> yeah you go to Liberty City versus yeah San Andreas and all Vice you just go to all yeah or a completely new city yeah um, and just make it huge yeah, and it doesn't even have to be huge. Like, just something completely different. Like, how would a Grand Theft Auto, like, Las Vegas spinoff type thing be? <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty cool. <clears throat> Go or... through the desert and you can just bury your victims out there. Yeah, <laughs> they could have a... Well, GTA Five has some, like... Yeah. Not really a desert, but yeah, it has a yeah, I rural area that. like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's something you could do, and then you could really heavily put into the casino five thing. I like the casino. That was fun. 
The Gotham Knights game distanced itself from the Gotham Knights TV show. Yeah, I've been waiting for that. Because uh, they were both announced at about the same time. I've never and every met time this man in my life. And every time news comes out for one, they don't differentiate from each other. They just put it both put in Gotham Knights. And it's like, which one? <laughs> yeah, you need to tell me. There's a video Do game I need called to me. click on this or not? <laughs> because I don't really care that much about the TV show. Yeah. Because the TV show is not Bat fam the Bat Family. No. <laughs> Some kids from the Batman universe band together after Batman is killed. They have nothing in common. <laughs> There's a video game coming out called Gotham Knights. It's about some kids from the Batman universe who band together after Batman is killed. There's also a TV show coming out called Gotham Knights. It's about some kids from the Batman universe who band together after Batman is killed. Uh, the game is due at, uh, towards the end of 2022. The show is airing in 2023. Sure doesn't make it sound like they're both very related to each other. But no, the developers of the video game would like everyone to know that's absolutely not the case. The Gotham Knights game and the upcoming TV show of the same name are separate projects no connection to one another. <laughs> I can understand the legal reasons for this tweet. I don't think it's legal reasons. I think it's story expectations. Yeah. Um, because TV shows are always going to not follow comic books because of the way that TV is written versus the way video games and comic books are consumed. Um, Court of Owls and that type of uh, action setting translate really well to comic books and video games. It probably wouldn't translate very well to a TV narrative because it's just different. I might argue that the Court of Owls would do decent in a miniseries. I can see that. But the point, it's mostly that those those hooks and everything that you need to do to like you can't start a gotham knights tv show on the quarter miles no <clears throat> you can uh. do you can do that with a video game because the expectation is that uh the people that care about that will uh, the story will have already be familiar enough with the story and the people that don't care about that probably just want to play it for the gameplay yeah now you i could argue you could do the Court of Owls as like a third or fourth season arc. Um, yes. Once you've established your characters and have a background, because yeah. as you know, uh, the Court of Owls is the whole principle of the Court of Owls being introduced was to explain Batman's backstory in a different light. Yes. Um, and so it would work in the same kind of narrative aspect in a TV series where hey, we've done all this stuff up to this point, and now we find this Court of Owls, and this explains the stuff that we dealt with in Seasons 1 through 3 in a way that we didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. And it could be a totally different lens and be something really interesting. So, uh, apparently, though, I didn't read the rest of the Kotaku article. They did say, the show, meanwhile, is not based on the comics. It's about Batman's adopted son teaming up with the children of Batman's enemies when they're all framed for a murder they didn't commit. So yes. they've gone totally off the fucking deep end with any canonical... I don't understand why... 
uh, TV shows and every mediums do this. Because you called yourself, you introduced yourself to a whole bunch of fanboys as, uh, to the fanboys and fangirls of said series as, hey, there's a TV show coming out about this world and universe that you're really interested in. And then you answer back with like, oh, cool, I'm really into that stuff. You know, uh, is it going to have anything to do with the stuff that I know? And they go, no, it's going to have nothing to do. (laughs) (laughs) And and you're like, oh, then. Did you see did you see the original pilot? No, right I haven't watched the, any not, of it. Not for this, for the oh. uh, Powderpuff Girls. No! <laughs> for the Powderpuff Girls? I gotta watch that. Yes, there's a live-action Powerpuff Girls TV show supposedly coming out, and the original pilot write-up had them as, like, teenagers who were upset with the professor for making them be superheroes when they were kids. <laughs> Sorry, I have to mute this, but I am. Yeah, sugar, spice, everything nice. Ah. I don't know if this is it. I don't think this is it. I don't think so either. (laughs) But I love it. (laughs) But yeah, it was a whole... Weird thing. I don't think they actually have ever made anything, so I don't think you're going to find a video. This was a write-up that somebody had got a hold of the script. I got it. (laughs) There's a lot of fan action in here, though, which is hilarious to me. Alright, anyway, yeah. But but yeah, it was a whole, like, it was, like, went off the deep end, like... (laughs) Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. You gave us superpowers, and we were children. We couldn't yeah. live a normal children life, and you're like, Dumb. yeah. Basically that, and like the whole thing about like. But that's the shit that Hollywood does, and that's what I was trying yeah. to mean about like the court of owls thing. Not that yeah, it that's wouldn't fine. be a good thing. It's just they never would fucking do it. Because <laughs> they would never do any justice to anything that. I can't say that entirely, right? Uh, I don't follow Marvel, um, so maybe somebody else would have to call me up. But the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the movies, for my knowledge, obviously it's not an exact one-to-one. You have to have some liberties. But from my understanding is they have been pretty true. Uh, they've changed some shit, like Aunt May, young Aunt May. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think um, the difference is, too, is they've actually created a cinematic universe and everyone knows that as the cinematic universe where they are given a little bit of liberties yeah Uh, dc they're just like let's throw stuff at the wall (laughs) yeah and you're you're 100 right they've crafted a universe right and that has a lot of similarities at least to its marvel counterparts and you can see and understand the the decisions that are made but i'm a huge dc fan and I hate every non-animated DC movie that's ever came out. Yeah. Um, And another thing with DC that we see is DC seems almost afraid to touch their main characters. Yeah, the big trio. Yeah. They say, I mean, you've got, you obviously get your movies that come out, but as far as like all these TV shows and stuff that come out, it's all these side characters, or in this case, children of the, (laughs) <laughs> super yeah. villains and they seem afraid to touch the big people whereas 
what Marvel did was <laughs> built everything around their big people. Yes. And I... then added in the extras as they went along. Yep. And... and I think that's the big difference. You've got a foundation. You need to use it. <laughs> that, and you also need to, to hit the, the right themes. Uh, I will argue that Smallville, for anybody who's watching that for the CW, is okay. Um, it was pretty good, it, but it wasn't great. Um, and the only reason why is because you don't capture the essence of what Superman is. You don't, yeah. you don't challenge Superman with... Well, first off, they introduced uh, Dooms, Doomsday <laughs> before Superman was ever Superman as one of his villains. That's its own issue, right? Um, but you challenge... Uh, Superman by challenging his morals and his emotions and his way of thinking and you know his humanity you don't challenge him with villains that's not what his thing's about right you're never worried yeah. that Superman's going to die yeah um, Until, and, and that's ar- when you kill him by the yeah. way <laughs> and I would argue that you did point out the f- fact about the um, atmosphere or whatever for these superheroes yeah i do think that's a big or one of the big issues that dc has with their main even their main two with yep. superman and batman is that their atmospheres are completely different it's hard to put them in the same yes. environment yes batman is dark and gritty superman is never dark and gritty <laughs> <laughs> superman is supposed to be this hope and light and every, yep. everybody can be saved whereas Batman is, yeah, a bunch of people just died. <laughs> this is the cruel reality of life, right? Life is cruel. And, you know, yeah, the, a symbol of peace and hope is what Superman's supposed to be. You don't get more yeah. polar opposites. Yeah, and that, I think, goes back to DC's acquisition of Action Comics. Uh, mm. Because at that point, they were separate. Yeah. Uh, and you did have DC Comics, which was built more around Batman, and then Action Comics have the world built around Superman. Yep. And then now they're in the same world, and it's like, how do we put these together? Yep. And it almost feels like this is weird for me, because I think you and I agree a lot on Batman being more of my go-to than Superman. Yeah. Uh, but... For these two to coexist, you almost need Batman to be more Bruce Wayne than Batman. <laughs> I agree. Because uh, in the actual comic world or whatever, Bruce Wayne owns the newspaper that Superman works for. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> that is their connection. <laughs> and that's the only way that it makes sense in my head for them to have any sort any of... Sort of yeah yep relationship and i know in the com or comics and t or cartoons and stuff you have the justice league and i don't know just for as a straight batman fan the justice league just does not make sense for batman (laughs) no it, it doesn't i do like his inclusion though because he kind of his cynicism is the thing that all these superheroes need right like Superman's like, oh, it doesn't matter what threat happens, I'll be able to do everything and save everyone, right? And Batman's always sitting there, it's like, yeah, but what if you don't? 
What yeah. if someone uses you against? Yes, I need to have a plan to kill every single person. <laughs> yeah, I do think that like, is my that... favorite thing about his inclusion in the Justice League is that he has a plan to take down every single one of them. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. He trusts nobody. That's the huge difference, right? Even if you have a very super powerful character, maybe they don't entirely trust nobody. No one is going, hey, if the Flash becomes evil or is used against us, how am I going to stop him? <laughs> because you, you're Superman or you're Wonder Woman, right? You'll just do the thing that you do against other villains. Batman's going, I don't have fucking superpowers, dog. I'm going to strap <laughs> this thing through your leg <laughs> that's going to be a bomb. <laughs> It's like, I, I'm the sole possessor of 90% of the Earth's kryptonite. Yeah, I'm ready, dog. I have a kryptonite suit. If I need to fight you... Oh, uh, and that was... Uh, there was a TikTok uh, Batman versus Tony Stark thing. And people were like, oh, Tony Stark would fucking destroy Batman. And I know I'm a DC fan, so I'm already slighted in, in the opposite direction. But I'm like, no. Tony is a genius. I'll give you that. He's a billionaire. He's a genius. The Iron Man suit is amazing. Great concept. But Batman's a fighter. Yeah. Like, he's a Tony... trained... He's also a genius. And yeah, he's... and, and he's the a... biggest thing that I think that puts them apart is Tony Stark's arrogance. Yes. Yep. Tony Stark is going to go in completely thinking he has it won before he even fights. And Batman has already spent three months preparing for the fight <laughs> yep yeah that and if he's a superhero that exists in batman's universe he already has a contingency plan for him. yeah <laughs> he already knows tony's, about fucking tony tony's gonna yeah tony stark's gonna come in and batman's just gonna hit him with an emp and be it's over <laughs> that's the other thing too is some people be like oh the iron man suit the hulk suit like you know oh, he can build all these different stuff and I was like, yeah, except all this stuff requires gadgetry to work. And Homeboy has EMPs. <laughs> now get Tony Stark out of the fucking Iron Man suit because his shit doesn't work. And who's he got money on? <laughs> God, people, though, like, and maybe I'm a DC fanboy and I'll own it. But, like, people, like, repping, like, Tony Stark to the point where it's like, even, I even had saw some people in the comments who'd be like, well, even though uh, fight to fight, like, you know, Tony Stark is like, no, fucking, yeah. Bruce Wayne has, I think it's six black belts and six different martial artists, and we're not talking about, like, black belts, like, what me and you, like, I'm a second degree black belt in Taekwondo, I'd probably kill, or I'd probably take off properly nobody, right, you could probably <laughs> be my size and you'll still beat my ass in a fight, <laughs> even if you have no trained experience, it doesn't matter. Yeah. This is like yeah. black belts where I went to the Chinese master of Kung Fu, the top one, had him train me, have him want to be my, me to be his successor, and I go, no, dog, and I fly somewhere else. Yeah. And it's not only that, Batman fights dirty. Yes, he will do whatever it takes to win. And I do agree so, with this so fight that, process. Yeah, so that, uh, like, collider or whatever it is that's in Tony Stark's chest. Batman's got a plan to shut that down. <laughs> oh, that thing's keeping you alive. <laughs> well, you're dead. He's what? not going to kill you, but he's going to bring you right to the edge of death. Yep. He's gonna... <laughs> you're going to wake up in a hospital somewhere. <laughs> yep. And your your bills will be probably graciously... Probably with the magnet stuck back in your chest because he's taking the thing out. <laughs> so he could probably dissect it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he can use it in his shit. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I, I know we're both DC people, but like that shit just killed me. I was just like, dog, no. I don't think you understand one how brutal Bruce Wayne is. Like, I understand Tony Stark also has a rigid, you know, sinister world viewpoint, but you really don't get darker than, than Batman. No, because yeah, there's an actual, like, uh argument over who wins in a fight batman or superman and i don't think anybody's picking iron man to beat superman no so if you're arguing for batman to be able to beat superman how are you arguing for iron man to be able to beat batman yeah i agree man like i i just don't get it like and it was funny is uh oh this is what they're saying they're saying that because iron man uh uh, went toe-to-toe in the MC, even in the MC Universe movies, apparently, with two Winter Soldiers, right, between Cap and Bucky, uh, and that he almost won or something like that. And all I was about to say is, like, don't get me wrong, Cap's cool, but he ain't he, he, he ain't Superman. Like, he's not yeah. that strong, like, in terms of, like, Superman strength or anything like that. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, yeah. He's, he's a good soldier. This is, like, probably, if you're lucky, Ra's al Ghul level. Yeah. And it's kind of like, the way I kind of, I mean, obviously I don't follow a lot of Marvel, and somebody may call me stupid here, but the kind of the way I look at Captain America is that he's a genetically superior human, right? That's exactly, no, you you nailed it. Uh, The superhuman soldier is to bring out the max human capacity. Yeah. But Batman has done that through training. <laughs> You're being need... the same argument that I saw somebody else make on Batman, by the way. He didn't uh, He didn't need the genetic mutation. He just did it all through work. Yes. And the whole thing with uh, uh, Captain America is that this was a way to bring this out without having to force them to do the work. Yes. Yep. This, he just... He just trained to become Cap, and you're right. And like, I would put, uh, Cap. I would put Superman on the same level in terms of raw strength and everything else as Captain America. Yeah. And Tony's not there. No. I do think Cap I... versus Batman would be a closer argument, and I still yeah. think Batman wins. I, I do would th- probably I... agree, but yeah, I do. I do think it's close. It's not at, like... Like, the Tony Stark thing for me, that's not even... I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. (laughs) But Cap, I could see that being close. Because Cap's weaknesses isn't really weaknesses. Like, like the same way that uh, Superman has a weakness. His weakness is moral weaknesses, right? Like, I'm not going to sacrifice these children to save the city, right? Or whatever the fuck it is. And Batman, as much of... He's not going to use that against Cap. Right. So He's not going to, like, I'm going to murder these, these children. children if you... <laughs> you're you're going to get a literal brawl between those two. Yes. You'll get a very close fight. Um, yeah. And... Yeah. And I would actually... I would argue that Tony Stark could be at that level. But yeah. once again, yeah. I go back to the arrogance thing where Tony Stark already thinks he's at that level. Yes. Yeah, and that's shown in the MCU all the time, right? It's like, shut up, Cap. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're old. Yeah. 
<laughs> Tony just steals all their wives and girlfriends. Yeah, that's probably true. That's what Ryan just said. Yeah. Tony has other <laughs> priorities. Yeah. He's like, hey, you may beat me in the fight, but I'm fucking your girl. <laughs> oh, man. So, I'm going to do a quick one to just look to see if there's anything else I missed. Final Fantasy 16 is coming in 2023. Oh, that's, that's cool news. Street Fighter 6. Oh, it's got an overworld, too? I'm going to yeah, play the like shit out of that. It looked like an open world. Oh, that's sick. You ever already seen it? Yeah, it was in, they had a trailer at uh, State of Play. Oh, man, I'm going to have to rewatch the State of Play. Uh, Resident Evil VR could be pretty interesting. I imagine this is PSVR, yep. Yeah. And this looks... That's Leon, right? So is this a 4 remake? Yeah. Oh, that's actually be really cool. And Scarlet and Violet's foreplay co-op, Sexy Professors, and LeChonk. I've seen the piggy LeChonk. Yeah, I was watching so Dan the other night, or the other day. It may have been night. Uh, he has done a few night streams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was uh, watching all of these trailers which is actually where i seen them at i didn't go watch them myself i was watching him watch the trailers oh, that's pretty <laughs> and, cool, though. and somebody responded in chat um if lechonk doesn't <laughs> um evolve into lethic <laughs> i'm gonna be disappointed <laughs> and lethic's gonna have three c's by the way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i fucking love it yeah uh... Uh, so it's funny, me and uh, Brittany will always pick up the new uh, Pokemon games, and normally, like, I don't have a preference, or if I do, I, it's because of the name, right? So, like, for Sword, I like Swords, I collect Swords, so I got Sword, she got Shield. For this one, though, it's like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I normally just play the opposite of one, the one my brother does, because yeah. he normally buys the double pack, and I just take the second take one. Take the other one, <laughs> yeah. Yep, but... But, and the game looks interesting. I, I mean, I'm always excited for new Pokemon games. So it's really nice to just fill up a, a checklist of different items. So that's cool. Yeah, did you hear about this? The Dragon Age Dreadwolf? Uh, Brittany yep. showed me this earlier. <clears throat> Eight years. Jesus Christ, that is right. I still haven't beat Inquisition, so. <laughs> <laughs> I platted Ink. I just need to play it through one time and you, force you myself did. not to play it as an open world RPG and play it as yes, a story. Yes, play thing. it as a story <laughs> thing, man. Just get out of the fucking was it the hinterlands or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> just like, leave the first I zone. Need, I need to collect everything. <laughs> God, I don't blame you though. Mixed reactions of Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Origins hits all major platforms later this month. And after that, we'll get a brand new Sonic game, Frontiers. Oh, that's pretty cool. If you like the Sonic stuff, I want to get back into Sonic. I like platformers, but I don't know. <clears throat> so that's everything I got. Is there anything uh, that we didn't talk about that you've seen? Uh, not that I've seen. Um, I did re re mentioning Dan did remind me. We've discussed it a little bit. His uh run to complete Elden ring yeah yeah 100 percent by june yeah without vigor by june 1st he did not succeed <laughs> yeah it is june 6th 
Yeah, he got to, he had four bosses left on June 1st, and June 1st was part of the challenge, so he had 24 hours to kill four bosses. Uh, he got the first one down in like 30 minutes. Oh, nice. So three bosses uh, left. Yeah, and he runs into, if you're following the story mission, it's the second to last boss. Mm-hmm. So you have the final boss, you have the sec- the boss right before it, and then you have Melania, who <laughs> everyone knew was going to be the hard one. So yeah. uh, he got stuck on the second to last boss, cost him like eight hours. It's like 170 some tries. Uh, anyway, he gets down to the final two, and he's got an hour and a half left. And so he goes to Melania because he's going to save the final boss for the last boss. And (laughs) he legitimately believes that he can complete both the bosses in 45 minutes each. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't. I don't believe that. (laughs) He believes it. Because he even, like, uh, a couple days ago I was watching, he's like, man, I legitimately believed that we could do this because I honestly thought chat was, like, hyping her up. Um, Yeah. No. Uh, Homeboy, you have not seen any of the TikToks because... (laughs) Yeah, he is still on Melania. He is... What is it? 680 attempts in right now. Jesus Christ. He has made phase one, or phase two, one time. (laughs) One time. And got killed immediately. (laughs) As soon as phase two started. Because she does this little power bomb thing. uh, And it hit him, just like straight up. So uh, he literally saw one move in phase two and 680 attempts. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> nope. I... And so he, he was at one point, I think he hit Eclipse like 500 a day. And he was like, somebody asked what he was going to do when he hit 1,000. And he's like, I'm not, it's not going to go 1,000. <laughs> and it, he like asked chat and chat was like 70% thought it was going 1,000. Yep. Uh, he Dude. finally hit phase two and asked Chad again and it was like 85% thought it was going a thousand <laughs> he's like how did that number go up <laughs> dude you're definitely it's, it's hitting like, a thousand it's like because some of the people that were voting for not going a thousand <laughs> thought like you cause he actually part of him thought too that we were joking about a phase two <laughs> because yep. he had spent 500 attempts trying to get into phase one <laughs> Yeah, getting through so phase he, one. Yeah, and so when he finally hit, the, he, he's like, part of me thought you guys were choking. <laughs> like... You haven't so, even yeah. seen her second phase, dog, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah second phase. No, for Yeah, real. and the second phase is probably worse. <laughs> it normally uh, is. <laughs> yeah. Not all the time, but most Not the all time. the time, but this one... She does exactly the same thing as phase one, but then adds Scarlet Rod on top of it. <laughs> yep. So. Which, and you have no vig, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's... <laughs> so, the fact is, is he's dying so quickly that the, num- the like, 680 attempts he's in <laughs> haven't taken him that long. <laughs> but... Yeah, he's hitting a thousand. If I yeah. had any channel points... And he made that a bet. I would, I would bet them all. Yeah, you probably wouldn't make any money though. Yeah, because everyone's <laughs> fucking betting on that. That's the problem. I'm not making any channel points on these bets right now because it's, 
Like, there's Everyone literally no reason no. To, even to bet on him. <laughs> I mean, what is even the the bet at this point? Is it will he make yeah, phase two? Yeah, they've started some like weird stuff. Like, will he stun her this run, or will he die to this move this run? <laughs> so, God. once again, you're just throwing channel points at random stuff. So yeah. I'm not even betting at the moment. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's been hilarious. But Ryan apparently has started playing Genshin Impact. I saw that last night, or yesterday. I yeah, got on like I'll playing. play with people and I'll play pretty much any game, but gotchas are usually not my thing. Yeah, my brother's really big into Genshin. Oh, see, or if I get to play with, uh, you know, with Keith, then I'll play. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure he's. Super. I think he's through main game and through some of the DLC stuff. Damn. Yeah, he plays it a lot. Um, I've never played it, so I can't. Yeah, I just know it's a gotcha and the system that it uses looks pretty interesting. Doesn't look like a bad game. I just don't tend to play those type of games. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anything else you got? Just, you know, dance progress. Keep keep us updated on that. I need to know when he clears a thousand. It'll probably be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At he, the rate he's I, been going. I'm about to say he probably like, yeah, that number probably goes up really fast per day. Yeah, you know the um, the Twitch streamers that do the um text to talk, uh, messages, like where people can spend yeah. channel points to like post text to talk messages. Um. He has that as well, and for the past, uh, uh, like, two days when he's been on Melania, people have just been putting, like, <laughs> crazy stuff in there. <laughs> like, uh, one guy put in something, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, Elden 3 is still out. I'm still watching Dan <laughs> try to beat Melania. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and, and one of them put in this whole story and he's like so when i first started dan uh fight melania it's like i was in college and he's like now i'm putting my kids through college and it's like <laughs> we still get together every night and watch dan in front of the tv <laughs> it's like <laughs> and then he puts in it's not going 12 million six hundred thousand and fifty it's not going to 12 <laughs> Because that's like one of Dan's favorite taglines. It's like, oh, it's not going it's 400. Not, <laughs> it's not going X. Yeah, it's not going 1,000. All right. It's not going 12 million. <laughs> I imagine someone's already also uh, donated her starting speech on the breaker of I've yet to be uh, broken. Or... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. God. Yeah, it's i mean it's just crazy and somebody like put in the thing it's like dan needs to change he talked about since they've been just like running that just like straight in a row he's like i need to change the price of this and somebody responded it's like change the price to how many ever deaths you have to melania <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's because i think he actually uses bits for it instead of channel points yeah uh and I think it's like 500 bits to do it right now. And so <laughs> they were like, change it to whatever the channel points or the depths are. So yeah. it would be up to like 680 bits hey, at man, the moment. Hey, man, you can get a cent every single time you fail. <laughs> uh, uh, paid to lose. 
God, that's great. <laughs> Anime! Oh. Right. Yeah, speaking of, Dan's not streaming tomorrow, so it won't be tomorrow. It'll uh, probably be Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going to hit it, though, on Wednesday. Yeah. And what time does he normally get in? I'm, I might want to be there for a thousand. He starts at 9.30, but he does a whole opening thing where he goes through, like, Discord and stuff like that. So normally he doesn't start playing to like, 10.15. <laughs> Alright, that's good. 10.15-ish. Yeah. I normally have time to go through my whole morning meetings and everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Before he starts. <laughs> Before there's actual gameplay. Yeah. You're also not missing much. <laughs> it's just the same thing over and over at the moment. God. Uh, uh, I did finally beat Demon Souls. Hey, congrats! <laughs> I got through and beat it. And have you ever played Demon Souls? No. Uh, mm -mm. So the way Demon Souls works is you have five zones, and each zone has like zones within the zones, if you will. Mm -hmm. So if you actually look at like a progression guide, like they have a guide on what order you're supposed to do things. Yeah. They list them out at like one 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 two two one three one stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So when I was when I played it the first time, if you actually look at followed that, yeah. I got down to probably five two. Okay. Dirty colossus. Is where I first stopped at. All right. So at that point, if you look below that, where all those three threes, four threes, five threes are, mm -hmm. those are just boss fights. Oh, <laughs> uh, just walk there and do a boss. Yes, fight. the bosses as soon as you walk through the fog in the next area. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the first time I played through it and quit playing, I literally just had a gauntlet of five bosses to go to beat the game. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Oh uh, man. Oh, live and learn. There is one one boss there though. Um, the one four boss, that old, old king, king. Allen. Yeah. He has a move that takes levels away. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, and you don't get them back when you die. <laughs> Whoa, that's insane. <laughs> Which means every time you die, it gets harder. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Dude, talk about having to make sure you're fucking over-leveled to, like, even a start attempting. Jesus Christ. Dude, that's... Yeah. yeah, I was running full strength build with, like, a battle axe. And I get to him, and the move that he does, that he still sold well is a melee move. And so I was getting hit with it every time he did it. Yeah. Because I'm not running dodge. I was running shield. Yeah. So, and so I don't think it's blockable either. So I'm just getting destroyed by this move. And so I had leveled up a bow because I was carrying a bow around with me for some like flying enemies and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I just fought that whole fight with the bow. That's <laughs> just like, stay away from me. Don't even touch me, dog. I can't like... even... Just run away and shoot an arrow. Out. Get the, became that's a magic I, user. Range, dex, strength based. That's how I ended up beating it. <laughs> Dude. God. How many arrows did it take? It was 
not that many. Only about 60 or so. Oh, that's I think. not that bad. And there's actually one spot in it um, that when he does a certain move, if you hit him with an arrow while he's channeling that move, he will occasionally just start channeling it again. So you can get him in a loop. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Ryan asks, uh, by the way, what will the next big game be that brings back the, the whole group? Well, we thought it was going to be Gotham yeah. Knights, but, but that's only a two-player game. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, man, there's nothing has really been announced that's been that same type of, like, multiplayer, you know, 4X people. Both of you should get Elden Ring and we'll do a co-op playthrough. <laughs> Yeah, you know I'm done. Like, I've got. I want to play some other games though before I play something as good as Elden Ring because I know what it's like to play the best thing in the series and then try to work backwards. Um, so which I'm doing right now. Yeah. So like, I've got Sekiro. Uh, I'm gonna play probably Sekiro first and then I'll play that one. But yeah, like for real, man. I wish there was something like Gotham Knights is cool, but that's now only two players. Uh, Starfield, that's a single player. Yeah, and it also got pushed back. It's not coming out yeah, this year. It's not year. Even coming out this year. It's like really, like. And it's not coming to PlayStation anyway. Is that Vin Diesel? <laughs> if it's not Vin Diesel, needs to sue them. <laughs> well, it is though. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> Bandetta 3. A lot of good single-player games. Maybe Hogwarts. Is that single-player too, or is that going to be a multiplayer? Uh, I would imagine it's single-player. Yeah, probably. Maybe I should have... Herbal uh, Space four. Program 2? Yeah, why do you need a 2? I don't, like... I've been meaning to play that. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good for people. I think it's are... on the, um... Is it on the new PlayStation thing that comes out, which comes out next week, by the way. Which one? The new PlayStation service. Oh, yeah, yeah. That should be exciting. It'll be on a, a Tuesday drop like everything else. No, it's Monday. Oh, wow, holy shit. Is it always Monday, or am I... I don't know. It's just... It was advertised as uh, June 13th, so... Sweet. That would be fun. We can upgrade and talk about that Ryan asks family I don't know what do you no, think family about? is from uh, Fast and Furious it's the t line oh, that family oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah why don't uh, why don't anybody from their universe uh, have sex in the reverse cowgirl position because you don't turn your back on family <laughs> Vin Diesel Crossfire X. I've never even heard of this game. Xbox players. No fucking care. Elden Ring. It's on here. This is it. Grand Turismo. There is a um. This was fun. Mod. So I will say I know. Uh. So if you guys really seriously want to do a co-op playthrough of Elden Ring, I would suggest buying it on PC. Okay. Um. The reason being is there is a mod out now that is a true co-op mod for Elden Ring. Oh, that's interesting. So it's not like ha Summoning having to do bells. it. 
Well, not, yeah, not, yeah, so, like, you would play through the whole game co-op instead of each person having to progress through, <laughs> like, you beat a boss and then having to go beat the boss for some the other one and then go beat it for the third one. <laughs> it would be a true, ah. straight-up uh, co-op experience. That'd be I've also cool. considered picking it up on PC anyway because I want to play the randomization mod. <laughs> that, yeah, that randomizer would probably be a lot of fun. Just a suggestion, though. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. don't go buy it now. But I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, I've still got to play Sekiro, so, and I'm still on Rogue Legacy NG plus six. <laughs> I need NG plus seven to to finally beat it, though. So I'm pretty close. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. That was fun. Definitely not the next big game, but it was a nice uh, thing to play with each other. Uh, then Tiny Tina's, which you, you've played and I played with you for a little bit, but that definitely didn't feel like the next big thing either. World War One, you want to play a World War One shooter? <laughs> the only thing worse than World War Two <laughs> shooters are World War One shooters. Yeah, you're not. You're not wrong. Free to. Online FPS and mechs. Now you can mess me with that. Advanced Wars. Lego Star Wars. This is it. The game that brings the group together. Probably only two player. <laughs> Probably. Local co-op feature. But, hun, it won't have multiplayer? No. Nah. Okay. No servers, apparently. So you'll have to do share play. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Redfall. Vampires. Modern Warfare 2, this is it. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's a decent chance to have at least some people play, for, but probably not the whole thing again. Kill the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights was the contender until two be or four became two. <laughs> so. That is what it is. Um, that is another one, though, that you might see someone mod <laughs> for, for four player on. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So we should all buy the game on PC. <laughs> Can't do that though. I've already pre-ordered. <laughs> uh, oh, you got anything else on your side? I've dried up on mine. I don't have any good news. Yeah, I think I'm done too. Sweet. Well, as always, uh, thank you for tuning in uh, to the Twitch version, the podcast version, and Spotify will be up tomorrow. Um, content will also be uploaded to youtube now um so yep hopefully we'll catch you all next monday and if you like anime watch my tiktok bye <laughs>